What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to the 70th premium chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the QAnon Goes Off the Rails episode. As always, we're your hosts, Jake Rakotansky, Julian Field, and Travis View. This week, because we have so many fascinating stories coming in, we thought we'd bring you a bit of a grab bag of recent developments you've all been asking us to cover. We'll kick off with a new and very disappointing QAnon poll. And then we'll explore a man who tried to derail a train and drive it into a very big boat. Next up, how did the hashtag film your hospital movement turn into a conspiracy filled nightmare? And finally, why is 8chan owner Jim Watkins using his disarm the deep state political action committee to funnel money to himself? It's us, the newsmen. How are you both feeling, boys? Ready to do some journalism? I'm not. I had nothing to do with any of this. (laughs) It's true. You're just along for the ride. You're both promoted. Now, the Pew Research Center conducted a poll asking people uh, how much they have heard about QAnon as part of their election news pathways project. Uh, The poll surveyed 10,300 people in a nationally representative online survey poll. Now, I've criticized polls about QAnon in the past, but this one I think is is built on really solid data. The top line result, at least for me, is that uh, 76% of U.S. adults say that they have heard or read nothing at all about QAnon. Wow. Uh, Oh my gosh. I know. Not a thing. This confirms what we thought, though, like that most people don't know what this is and as such would never listen to our podcast. So we need these numbers to shift, but keep going. (laughs) Well, uh, that poll also revealed that 23% say that they have heard or read (laughs) a lot or a little about QAnon and uh, 3% say that they've heard or read a lot. Everyone who's listening to us, everyone who's listening to this podcast and also all the true believers, basically. Wait, so Travis, are you saying like we're part of the 3%? We are we are we are three percenters, yes, in this sense at least. Yeah, we're three percenters who are gonna change the country, the course. So listener, this data leads me to believe that you need to go out and you need to start telling strangers or people you love and know about QAnon. Now, the way you intro them. You know, it doesn't really matter, actually, to be honest. It could be our episode one. It could be the plan to save the world by Joe M. Uh, I don't care. You need to get these people onboarded. We don't really mind if their mind is damaged. In, in, but, but, but then at least then they at least could be a listener. So if we don't have a pool of listeners that's big enough, who cares if everyone's mentally healthy? Because we're not going to have any way to put the bread on the fucking table. Uh, I will be available for sales coaching opportunities, Uh, you know, ways to read your neighbor. You know, if they're somebody (laughs) who uh, subscribes to the New York, uh, the New York Times, the Washington Post, you you can you can refer them to Travis. You could refer them to Travis View's Twitter, which will be an entry point into the podcast. Um, If they've got a gun locked, if they've got a gun locker and a coin collecting book, don't do that. um, Don't do that. You refer them to 4chan. 8chan don't, uh, and let them go yeah, there no, no, and let them find the podcast. Red pill people just for this podcast. So we're saying you should spread QAnon whichever way Travis, you Travis, can. very hypocritical of you seeing I've I've got you on tape red pilling two innocent strangers <laughs> yeah. uh, at, 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 at both rallies. Yeah. Uh, You're not innocent in any of in all I of also this. have you on tape uh, spending half an hour red pilling a lawyer to get someone off from murder. 
Uh, so that <laughs> happened. And no. then, Travis, yeah. I'm not finished, think- Travis. There are a lot of crimes, okay? And and finally, we're representing the poor QAnon followers who've been abused by you for years while your crimes go unnoticed and uncovered. Uh, one could make a fairly strong argument that of the hosts of the podcast, Travis has done the most damage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, probably. You've given them. You've given them the insanity. You've given them uh, the insanity offense. You've read. You've read pill two strangers at rallies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Jake, Jake, if anything, with his enthusiasm, he probably got people to believe in conspiracies less because he was like, I, like most people looked at him, sweaty, breathless, and <laughs> yeah. were like, I don't want to be one of those people. <laughs> He's curing the fucking disease. That's so true. They probably talked to me for two minutes. They were like, oh. God, yeah. this this now uh, here's a guy who's really into it, and yeah. man, he is annoying as fuck. Whereas with Travis, you could be Q curious, and then you go into a conversation with him, and he's so condescending. He's always talking about <laughs> science. You come out of it, you you love QAnon. Fair enough. I'm I'm so obnoxious <laughs> that, that I'm red pilling people. I mean, it's plausible. So my point is that it's not bad to red pill people. You should do it, and then the cure. This is how we structure it, Travis. First, you create the problem. Right. The problem is you just red pilled your right, own. Right. Uh, loved one. The Cure is episode one of our podcast, and then specifically the premium episodes, which are behind the paywall. Those are the two, if you see the two kind of uh, well <laughs> aspects of this operation. So this is this is this is just the end of our podcast. Us creating more demands by making the world a worse place. <laughs> <laughs> just destroy it for him. <laughs> this is what happens when 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 Travis finally brings actual data after two years. You even have more details. To, just go on, go on. You know, when you dig further into the data, there are some sur- uh, surprising results. About 28% of uh, Democrats or Democratic-leaning uh, independents say that they have heard or read uh, a little or a lot about QAnon. That's you know, 28% who've heard anything at all. Well, as 18% of Republicans or Republican-leaning independents say the same. So you are more likely to um, uh, hear, have heard something about QAnon if you're a Democratic leaner than if you're a Republican leaner, according to this poll. That's because they harass people. And then Chrissy Teigen fucking gets, yeah, gets on and like fucking talks about QAnon. So then it, it, it does make sense. Like how many big Republicans, like let's say followers like Chrissy Teigen would be posting screen caps where QAnon followers are harassing her. Oh yeah, her they would whatever, never you do know? that. That's just not a thing that would happen yeah. on the Republican side. So it yeah, makes sense. it makes sense. Uh, there's some other interesting results. Apparently uh, 59% of people who primarily get their news from the New York Times say that they've heard something about QAnon. Whereas uh, 19% of people who primarily get their news from Fox News have heard uh, at least something about QAnon. Only 25% of people who primarily get their news through social media say that they've heard anything at all about QAnon. Mm. Wow. So um, it's, uh, yeah, so it's, 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 it's still a weird fringe thing. Very, very few yeah. people have heard about it. And uh, honestly, that's fine. Let's see. Let's see if we can keep it at 3% who are deeply familiar with QAnon. So, okay. So, listener, you've just heard the voice of um, <laughs> Reason. Now, please rewind and follow the instructions down to the letter. Right. You are spreading this. You are an evangelist. <laughs> Think of yourself as a crusader. We are there with you in that bucket helmet with a little slit, and you can see out of it your enemies. And it is your role to point the sharp end of the fucking stick and run. Honey. And that, and we're going to get them. How many people are in the United States? 330 <laughs> million. Wait, so, so that that's is still 9.9 million people, awesome, people though. Times 0.3%. We've heard a lot about QAnon. Yeah. 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 
do. Is he using a calculator? <laughs> hey, never mind. I, I take it back. Mm. Uh, continue to do whatever red pilling you were doing until now. It's working great. Uh, I mean, shit. Those are like that's that's uh, international COVID Ten, numbers, dude. QAnon is yeah, way yeah. QAnon has spread way further than COVID nineteen has. Slower, but and <laughs> slower, <laughs> slower, slightly less slower, deadly. less less deadly, less slower, deadly. less deadly, but uh, far more infectious. <laughs> Friday, March 27th, 2020. The U.S. Naval Hospital ship Mercy docks at the port of Los Angeles. It is here under extreme circumstances. The spread of COVID-19 is threatening to buckle the local hospital's ability to deal with new cases. Eric Garcetti, the mayor, proclaims, This truly is mercy on the water. The Navy's third fleet explains that while in Los Angeles, the ship will serve as a referral hospital for non-COVID-19 patients currently admitted to shore-based hospitals and will provide a full spectrum of medical care to include general surgeries, critical care, and ward care for adults. This will allow local health professionals to focus on treating COVID-19 patients and for shore-based hospitals to use their intensive care units and ventilators for those patients. So, sounds pretty good, right? Even an armed forces naysayer such as myself would have trouble finding an issue here. The Navy is helping. Less civilians are dying. Unfortunately, things are never that simple. On March 29th, the USNS Mercy begins boarding patients in the port of Los Angeles. With a thousand total beds, the ship is to become a mainstay of the local port, a makeshift overflow hospital to help the poor dumbasses who slipped on a frozen peanut butter and jelly sandwich and knocked themselves out in the shower or those who replied to QAnon followers with such intellectual violence that they sprained their finger, wrist, elbow, and shoulder, like Travis. <laughs> with over 2,100 cases of the novel coronavirus in Los Angeles, the city desperately needs to clear the hospitals and turn them into pure COVID-fighting machines. And for three days, that's exactly what happens. Then on the morning of April 1st, 2020, Eduardo Moreno, a 44-year-old train engineer at the Port of Los Angeles, lights a flare in the cab of his locomotive and, like some kind of Viking warrior, accelerates until the tracks end and he derails completely. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. <laughs> <laughs>